What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into the 40th episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk about stress. Specifically, we're going to talk about anxiety, how we get it, what to do about it, taking a natural approach to it. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this 40th episode of the Nexus Podcast. Anxiety. This is a tricky conversation and it's an interesting one because a bunch of things come from having anxiety. Not sleeping, constant worry, panic attacks, stress, having the feeling if you're anything like me of having that feeling that like you're not sure why you don't feel normal and you feel like the world around you is going to fall apart or come crumbling down, but you don't know what to do about it to get yourself out of that hole. So I'm a business owner, as you know, and for me, there are a number of stresses that come with business. Sometimes it's hitting payroll, it's paying taxes, it's making sure all the things for the IRS are done, it's making sure that we have systems in place, it's making sure that we have procedures in place, it's taking care of people, it's all the back-end work of making sure that we have everything scheduled and tracking statistics, and then also trying to maintain healthy relationships with my wife and with our newborn daughter, which is a whole nother stress in and of itself, not going to lie. Sometimes it really, really feels for me like I'm going to have a panic attack, like constant anxiety. Sometimes there are nights when I lay in bed and I can't stop thinking about this person or this thing that needs to get done or this thing that happened. And really the only thing that I can attribute it to is because my body's under so much stress. And this is anxiety, right? And people experience different levels of this. But the point is, is that It's a painful, troubling process to constantly be worried. Like for me, I know when I started practice, like literally every single time the phone rang, I would always have this worry that someone was going to cancel their appointment. It's like a constant stress every single time the phone rang in the office. And this wasn't healthy. It wasn't productive to me being able to take care of people. It wasn't being able, it wasn't productive for me to be able to give the highest level care I could possible to the amazing clients that we get to take care of inside of our office. And so I bring this up because I don't want to talk about anxiety as something as like something that's out there that has never been affected by for me. I know there are a number of things that I do in order to mitigate the anxiety that I have so I can continue to be present with my wife, with my kids, with clients inside of our office, and also get things done inside a business and be productive. And really what this all comes down to is one thing, and it's the nervous system. And so what you have to understand about anxiety is that if someone is just giving you a drug or going to give you some herb or supplement or whatever it is for your anxiety, my question would be for them, what is causing it in the first place? Is it stresses of work? Is it stresses of whatever it is for you in your life? And so maybe you should sit back and just think about this for a second is like, what are the things that stress you out the most? that are causing your anxiety or that you think really gets you worked up. Like I can think of about three things off the top of my head that over the course of the last two weeks, I just keep thinking about over and over and over to the point where it triggers me to start to feel stressed out. Now I have some strategies in place to work around these and I'll talk about those in a second. But the point is, is that every time we have these stresses, our adrenal glands, which are glands that sit right on top of our kidneys, release stress hormones. One of those stress hormones is cortisol. There's also another one that's norepinephrine. And so as our adrenals release these stress hormones, one of the things that it does is it naturally decreases our serotonin levels. Serotonin is primarily the neurotransmitter that is involved and implicated in 
someone having an anxiety disorder. There are differing types of anxiety disorders, but serotonin is generally implicated in those. And so the interesting thing about serotonin is that if we have a decrease of serotonin, likely we're gonna have an increase of norepinephrine, and that increase of norepinephrine actually increases our body's fear, anxiety, depression. It actually increases, it turns up our body's sensations of fear and anxiety, and it does this because it stimulates our limbic system, our emotional system in our brain to put us on guard. And so this is a protective mechanism that our body has to keep us safe. The problem is that we have different stresses and we have a different environment now than we did when we were cavemen and women. And so as we have this stress response in our body, and the stress response, by the way, doesn't come from just car accidents or things like that. It can come from the thoughts that you have. So if you're constantly worried, like me, when I shared the story in the beginning of this, is that every time the phone rang, I would constantly get worried. That was creating a stress response in my body. It was triggering my adrenal glands to release cortisol, to reduce adrenaline, release norepinephrine. And as a result of that, it would increase my fear and anxiety. It would do a number of other things too. It would also decrease blood flow to my gut. And I don't wanna get into all the science on this episode of exactly the cascade of how this happens because I've talked about it on other episodes, but what it's important to understand is that every time you get stressed out or you start to feel stressed out and your heart starts to race, likely your body is releasing these stress hormones. And when this happens, it increases your fear and anxiety because of how it triggers the brain. But the important part of this is understanding that when we have this decrease of serotonin and when we have this increase of norepinephrine and when we have this increase of fear and anxiety, it's actually triggering our brains to fire differently. And so what this, what researchers have found is that people who struggle from anxiety have an increase of activity in a part of the prefrontal cortex and a decrease of activity in the other. Now the prefrontal cortex is responsible for us. There are different parts of it, but one of them is responsible for you being able to stop, take a breath and say, Hey, everything is fine, it's gonna be okay. Now if this part of the brain, if you think of it like a muscle, doesn't get worked out very often, then likely your experience of anxiety is going to be higher because your body isn't going to be able to turn off that circle or that cycle of stress hormones being released in the system. So if we can start to stimulate that part of the brain that's responsible for you being able to pause, take a breath, and then say, you know what, actually this isn't that stressful, it's not that big of a deal. Then as that part of the brain starts to get weak, the only alternative is for your body to have anxiety. Now here's the important and interesting thing to think about. Like I said, I mentioned that serotonin, a decrease in serotonin, is what actually they say is the cause of anxiety. However, I'm gonna have you consider that the cause of anxiety is not the decrease of serotonin. The actual cause of anxiety is a decrease of serotonin, but where does the decrease of serotonin come from? Well, it comes from stress. It comes from the body's stress response because as we have a stress response, one of the things that happens is that our body starts to pull blood from our digestive system and put it into the big muscles so we can fight or run away. And if you've heard fight or flight before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so as blood gets pulled from the digestive system, what happens to the natural bacteria that feeds in our gut? It has to have blood flow to stay alive. And so if we are chronically stressed out, if we're chronically feeling this anxiety and this fear and this worry, but we can't explain why, likely it's because the brain is weak. And as the brain is weak, weekend we continue to have these stress responses, we continue to have these fears and anxieties, and this starts to kill off the good bacteria in our gut, which is responsible for transporting a very specific chemical into our bloodstream, which is responsible for us making serotonin in the first place. And so here's what I'm saying, is that if you never address your gut health, if you never address your body's 
ability to be in stress mode or in healing mode, then you're missing a big piece of the picture. And so what I see a lot of times is people come into our office and they've been prescribed supplements or nutrients or antidepressants or even just nutritional changes. And one of the things that they still aren't getting a result. The reason that they're not getting results is because no one is addressing that the reason that their body is stuck in stress mode. And now being stuck in the stress mode happens specifically through movement of the joints of the spine. And so the interesting thing to understand about all of this is that if we go into stress mode and the joints of our spine stop moving properly, the joints of the spine actually feed information and give our brain a workout. That part of the brain that allows you, like I talked about before, that part of the prefrontal cortex that says, hey, you can relax, it's okay, this isn't anything to freak out about, let's just take a breath and process this. As that part of the brain starts to get a workout through proper movement of the joints of the spine, the brain can start to regulate the body where we don't start to feel as stressed out. As we don't start to feel as stressed out, guess what happens? The blood flow naturally gets restored to the gut. And as the blood flow naturally gets restored to the gut, your body will then start to produce and be able to transport more serotonin to the brain, which is the implicator in anxiety and depression in the first place. And so if we don't address serotonin, if we don't address gut health, if we don't address the nervous system and why there's not blood flow to the gut in the first place, then we're completely missing the boat. This is why, and oftentimes, the medications don't work. So you're probably wondering at this point, well, uh, that all sounds great, but is there any research to back any of this? And actually, there is. There are a ton of case studies, and I'm just going to share one with you. And so this one is pretty cool because the patient was under the same technique that I use in my office called Thompson Technique, and they were under care for six months. And they were under care for six months twice a week. So here's the interesting thing is like, most people wanna talk about how chiropractic care is a one one and done shot. You just go get one adjustment. It doesn't work that way. It's just like going to the gym. You're not gonna lose weight after going going to the chiropractor one time. You're not gonna lose weight by going to the gym one time. And the same thing is true. So this patient was under care for six months of care. And in this six months of care, what they had is that their blood pressure completely returned back to normal. The reason that it returned back to normal is because of the way that we turn off the stress in the body so that the body can go into healing mode. Those chemicals that are released from the adrenal glands, from the kidneys, actually increase our heart rate and increase our blood pressure. So it's no wonder that this woman, she's a 30-year-old female, it's no wonder that her blood pressure was normalized after six months of regular chiropractic care. In addition to, she was taken off all of her anxiety medications by her medical doctor. So six months of chiropractic care, twice a week, and she's taken off all of her medications, blood pressure normalized, and then in addition to... Um, they basically found that her anxiety and high blood pressure were completely resolved as a result of the chiropractic care. Because of the way the chiropractic adjustment stimulates the brain, specifically the prefrontal cortex, to allow you the capacity and the place for your body to start to relax and naturally go into healing mode, naturally restoring uh, your blood flow to your gut. So then when we increase gut health, we increase absorption of serotonin. When we increase absorption of serotonin, we increase the production of it in the brain. And when we have more serotonin in the brain, then we don't need the drugs. And then long story short, what we get is we get where we start sleeping better. We get where to a place where we're not constantly worried. And I see clients like this all the time, every single day in our office, stressed out moms. I have to get this kid from this place to this place. And I have two other kids and they both have games at the same time. And I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in. Plus I have to come to your office and get adjusted. Then I got to get home and I got to make sure my husband has food on the table. And then I got to make sure that I get the kid to bath tonight and I got to make sure they all have their homework done. And there's all the stress, this constant worry of like everything needs to get done. And we're just go, 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 go. Moms that I take care of regularly 
still have these same stresses. We're not taking the stress away from your life, but what we're doing is we're allowing your brain the place and the capacity and the strength to be able to experience life in a different way so all of these things don't become as worrisome. They don't become as troublesome. And what this does is because we've actually changed the way your nervous system is functioning, we've changed the way your endocrine system is functioning, your endocrine system is your hormone system, we actually influence your neurology and your physiology so that anxiety naturally goes away on its own because your body will be more balanced. This is what we do every single day. And it's not just for the stressed out mom, it's for the high level business owners, the people who are constantly stressed with work and they're working 12, 14 hours a day, always thinking about the next meeting or the next presentation that they have at work. The same thing is true. I don't know how many people I've talked to who said, I used to freak out about presentations before I started getting under care with you. And after regular care, I feel so confident. I feel so clear. I feel like I make better decisions in my business. And the same is true with kiddos as well. So we see kids in school who have lots of anxiety and this just naturally goes away because we're addressing the body's ability to heal itself. We're addressing the neurophysiology and when we change neurophysiology by adjusting joints of the spine to allow your brain a greater capacity to deal with the stress in your life, what you ultimately get is to a place where you sleep better, your constant worry goes away, your panic attacks go away, your depression goes away, you start feeling better, you start looking at the world differently, you start making better decisions, you start being a better mother, you start being a better father, you ultimately become more present, you become more productive where you get more stuff done in the same amount of time that you had before. And this is, all leads to profit. It leads to profit more in your life. It leads to you living your life full out, not constantly having to be worried. And trust me, I've lived there. I know. And as a result of chiropractic care, regular chiropractic care at the core, at the foundation of your healthy lifestyle, this will completely change the game for not only you, but your husband, your wife, your family members, your kids, whoever it is who struggle with anxiety and depression. I'm telling you that there is a solution drug-free no supplements needed, and it has to do with how we address your nervous system here in our office. If you're interested in learning more, I want you to look us up on our website. It's nexusfamilychiropractic.com. I would also ask that if you got value out of this episode, please share it up with somebody who wants to hear it. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. This is how we get this message into the hands of more people so we can change more lives in our community because too many people are struggling without answers, without hope, and we have the answers and we have the hope and we have the results to do it. Love and appreciate every single one of you. I'll come at you live again next week. We'll talk very soon. Peace. I know you thought this episode was supposed to be over, but I want to come back on and just add a few things that I promised within the episode that I did not actually mention. And so I talked about how do we mitigate the effects of anxiety. So you already know what I'm going to say is that number one, if you don't address your nervous system, if you don't address the joints of your spine moving well, which actually feed information to that very specific part of the frontal cortex, then the other things that I'm about to mention are going to have minimal effect. Will they have effect? Yes. Are they going to have the profound effect that the chiropractic adjustment and having a healthy nervous system would have? No. So nonetheless, the first thing I would encourage you to do is to make sure that your spine and your nervous system is functioning at 100%. The only way to do that is to have it checked. So my question for you is this. Have you ever had your nervous system checked to see how it is functioning? And if you haven't, it might be a fun experiment to just go do so. We can do that right here in our office by having a consult with me for free. Or if you need a chiropractor, reach out to me. I would love to share or find someone great for you in your area as well. Number two, the next most important thing you should do is meditate. 
Now, there are a bunch of benefits in meditation, but I'll just tell you from my own personal experience. I wear a whoop strap, and one of the things that whoop tracks is heart rate variability. Heart rate variability, put very, very simply, I could go into all the details and the science of it, but it says how well your body is either in stress mode or in healing mode. And so we want our bodies to be in healing mode. Sometimes it's okay to be in stress mode, but we don't want to be stuck in stress mode. And so what I can tell you is that my heart rate variability increased tremendously when I started adding meditation to the regular parts of my routine that I was already doing. So in other words, what I mean is I generally eat healthy 80% of the time. I was exercising, doing CrossFit, I was surfing, I was grounding, I was getting in the sun, I drink clean water, I eat clean, and the one thing that I never really focused on, I get chiropractic adjustments regularly, but the one thing I really never focused on was meditation. And as soon as I started meditating, meditating, I watched my heart rate variability increase dramatically. And then, then I stopped for a few days and I did it again. And then I did it consistently. And what I noticed is that my heart rate variability was about 50 points higher every day that I meditated versus when I didn't. Now, what does this mean? This means that I was working with my body to alleviate stress in the system just by clearing out the thoughts in my brain. And so one of the things that people struggle with with anxiety, if you've had this or you know what I'm talking about, is like your brain is just constantly running. You can't shut it off. This is a left brain function. And so meditation will allow you to clear out some of those thoughts and get you a place of peace, a place of clarity. So that's one of the biggest things that you can do. Another thing for anxiety that I would encourage you to do is start to look who you surround yourself with and also look at like what you're, what you're putting into your mind on a regular basis. And so a number of examples, examples of this is like sometimes I catch myself just thumbing on Facebook. And for me, Facebook is a very, very negative place. It's a place where everybody wants to voice their own opinion and they want to complain and they want to talk about how bad things are and they want to talk about politics and things that realistically really don't matter that much in my life. And so every time I see these things, it gets me very, very frustrated and I start to experience more anxiety. So watching what kind of content, what you're putting into your head. So instead of putting negative fear-based things into your head, which is only going to increase more fear, if you start becoming aware then you'll start to put different things in your head. One of the examples of this, my wife is going to kill me when she hears this episode, but I swear to you that on the days that she watches Real Housewives of Orange County, she likes to argue with me more. It's because the whole premise of the TV show is to be centered around drama and arguments. And so she's seeing this in these episodes and then it directly reflects in our relationship, in our world. And I'm convinced it's because that environment, watching that, putting that into her head is actually triggering that same fear, that same anxiety, that same stress, that same conflict mode uh, that she's seeing play out on TV. And so if you just watch and check what you put into your head, and the same is true for your kiddos, like looking and checking and seeing, are we putting positive, uplifting content into our brains? Are we putting positive, uplifting messages into our brains? Or are we putting fear, stressed out, scary, worrisome things into our brains? So it's a very simple one. And then the other thing, obviously, is nutrition. So it's super important to watch what you eat. But here's the thing about nutrition is that if your body's stressed out, then you're not going to have blood flow to your gut. And so no matter how healthy you eat, if you don't address your nervous system, if you don't, your, if you don't address your body's stress, then what's going to happen is naturally you're going to be eating healthy food and you're not going to absorb the nutrients the way that you should be. And so these are just a couple of things, right? And then 
Um, lastly, like focusing on your relationship. So if you're constantly around a negative people, then try and figure out how you can get those people out of your life and start to get new, good, positive people into your life. So I wanted to come back on. I wanted to share those with you because I said I would give you some strategies. So if you don't know where to start meditating, just go on YouTube, find a 10 minute guided meditation and listen to it. You'll find one that sticks eventually. It's not that difficult to do. Everybody thinks it's like has to be this peaceful um moment where you're sitting with your legs crossed and doing all these weird things and it doesn't have to be that way it can simply there are walking meditations where you can go on a walk and listen to something all on youtube all for free so i encourage you to do these things it will help mitigate the anxiety but like i said if you really want to address your neurophysiology you have to address the nervous system the only way to do that is through chiropractic care brain-based chiropractic care which we provide right here in our office hope you got some benefit out of this we'll talk to you soon Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.